Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UFTA podcast. I am Jordan Rudolph. And I'm Emily O'Connor. And we are back for season two, episode 25. Uh, Emily and I are recording this early Saturday morning. So, and I know I 100% slept with my mouth open last night because I woke up like three times this morning and I'm like, awesome. damn it. My God. I'm yeah. Trying to close it up. So I've got the mouth breathing voice. Yeah, I've gotten, and after we talked about it a couple weeks ago, I've gotten back into my consistently mouth taping at night, yeah. um, which has been better. Yeah, I was definitely zombie breathing, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I know I was, because I woke up one at one point, the dog, one of our dogs was throwing up, mm-hmm. or dry heaved, never, never actually threw anything up, and I, <laughs> like, well, you know, I think the tongue was out of my mouth and everything, I was like, shit. Yeah, not the, not the move. Not no, the move. No. Um, as we dive into episode 25, it's going to get kind of detailed on uh, the specific nature of the addiction of habits, uh, but we're going to kind of spin it a few different ways. And the topic came from um, a little bit more, prob- probably a little bit more of like just conversation that I had with a couple people on the floor. More so one person than having another member that's gone through, she's been a guest of the show, uh, Karen, Karen Liga, uh, going through and helping uh, my coaching of another member, um, kind of like reinforce, reaffirm, mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of like that, that second voice that's not the coach saying, like, do it. Like, he, like, everything he's saying is right, but, like, keep doing it. Like, just go. Right, right. And I think sometimes those conversations can spark these episodes because it's so cool for not only to hear a current member kind of spit back what we've said in the past, but also for the member you were coaching to hear it from someone that's been through it, not necessarily like us as the coach, like hearing it from a peer too. So I think as we dive into this knowing and taking kind of those nuggets and as we always say at the end, we'll say at the beginning, kind of sharing those nuggets with other people mm-hmm. because I think this can be an episode that's so powerful when shared because as we dive into habits, oftentimes those habits are easiest to build when we have that support team around us. That's And that's a huge thing because it's, it, it's not the parents don't support you. It's not that your significant other doesn't always support you. But it sounds different when it comes from a friend or it sounds different than it sounds um, from coming from somebody that's super close um, when it comes from like within your network. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the initial thing that we can go through here is talk about that support system through habits and <clears throat> having us understand a majority, I, I think it's 75% or 80% of the decisions we make each day are based on habits. Mm-hmm. And then the other 20% is kind of like that internal, um, however however we are wired thing. 
genetics and, and, and internal stuff. But if we have 75% of our addiction, or sorry, decisions based on habits each day, our environment each day, our habits that we are uh, therefore addicted to, wow, those words were really twisted around there, um, might be relevant to the support, mm-hmm. might be relevant to the routine. And that's where we're going to kind of dive into a little bit more of that. Absolutely. I think that draws up a point we've touched on in past episodes where your environment plays such a key factor in that. And when we can begin this journey or changing of our habits, if you will, if we can structure our environment to support those habits, all of our decisions then become easier because oftentimes they become second nature. It's the old example of keeping like the perhaps not healthiest foods out of sight, out of reach, behind something, not in the house at all, right? Those are all less likely to be chosen when you open the fridge and instead of seeing cake on the top shelf, you see cut up pre-cut up vegetables. It's going to be way easier to grab them. Or instead of opening the cupboard and seeing chips at eye level, you have some crackers that we can pair with some hummus or something like that. And the chips are up on a higher shelf. We have to get a step stool. We have to move something. You're going to reach for the things that are most readily available. And that doesn't just go for nutrition. That can go for exercise. That can go for any number of other habits as well. But that environment creates that first block and that first stepping stone that everything else can move from as we move forward then. So that when you're when we're talking about this first stepping stone, it reminds me too of our like the, the, the golden rule of nutrition. If you have crappy food at your house, you, someone you love, or someone you marginally tolerate will eat that crappy food. But if you have healthy food at your house, you, someone you love, or somebody you marginally tolerate will eat that healthy food. So why not just store your house with healthy food? You've literally already changed your environment. Mm -hmm. We talk to people all the time about nutrition stuff and when we work with them and they're telling us all the crap food that they're eating and they feel bad about it. We're not, we're not here to shame them, but we'll ask like, where did you eat that crappy food? Where did you get that crappy food? Oh, I got home last night, long day of work and I just had it. Why was it in the house? Who bought it? Why did it? Yeah, you can stop all of this by just not buying it and buying something else, right? So mm-hmm. we, we immediately change the environment and going through that. Um, and and, and that's, a, that's a small piece to this stepping stone, but that is a stepping stone because you've, you've rewired how things are done. Because now you put an obstacle um, in front of, if, if we want to call it stress eating um, or comfort food or something like that, if you don't have it at your house, you have to sit in that emotion of uncomfortable, whatever feeling, uh, uncomfortability, and then you have to go and get that food now. Like you put two obstacles in it, and oftentimes we ha- don't have. If we don't have the healthy food, it's the same thing. You're like, well, I don't have anything here, so I'll just eat this. Mm-hmm. You put the obstacle in front of the healthy thing, in front of the thing that you know you want to choose. So those stepping stones are all over. That's just a quick example that I was thinking of when you were talking about like, well, if you open the fridge and you see veggies over this, mm-hmm. or chips or crackers over, you know, whatever, 
that was just a really quick one that came to my mind that I know we've used before before in a kitchen makeover with people. All the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah. And I think that I like where you were going there with the emotion side of things because as we then make the choices that we know are inherently more goal aligning, emotions come into play in yet another way and we start to feel kind of the effects of all of that. So if we're starting to make a healthier food op- food choice option, if we're starting to focus then on our sleep more, it starts to become this domino effect of positive emotions instead of sitting in again like we've touched on in past episodes the guilt or the shame or those negative emotions spirals that we can get into we start to change our habits we then start to feel different emotions that maybe we aren't necessarily used to feeling as much and maybe haven't even recognized that we could feel as good as we do making some perhaps challenging but in the grand scheme of things small changes in our lives the big thing that when you, when you when you talked about those emotions view them as like on a scale or on a kind of spectrum mm-hmm. and a lot of people and you know this as well as I do will 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 they'll follow the emotions or they'll, they'll follow the the don't want to feel emotions before they'll follow like I want to feel emotions mm-hmm. and I don't want to feel shame. I don't want to feel guilt. I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. So we can we can change how those work because this is something that I'm working on. And then I'll I'll kind of touch base on another subject later of the consistency because the consistency behind that or the domino effect works both ways. Mm-hmm. It's just easier for us to follow the don'ts in this circumstance than it is to follow the do's because it requires work. Mm-hmm. But we go back to this, and if I don't want to feel bad, or I don't want to feel uh, ashamed, I don't want to hate myself. So what I was just taught recently was that we change the word don't to do, and then it's I do want to hate myself. I do want to feel bad. And now we have to figure out what the actual answer is at the end. I do want to feel confident. I do want to feel loved or I do want to love myself. I do want to feel empowered. I do want to feel grateful for my body. I do want to feel, what's another word we can slip in there from the opposites of that, that most people search for. Control. I do want to feel control. I do want to feel clarity. I do want to feel um, in control, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like th- these feelings of shame and guilt and fear and uncomfortability, uh, are, we're wired in our brain to feel those sooner from from a psychology standpoint and everything that I've I've read listened to heard um, so we're gonna we're gonna feel those first but if we take a second to kind of acknowledge what those are coming from like the root instead of just letting it be superficial we can then take that next step as humans to go there and, and I think there's areas in our lives that we do this um, unconscious competently we do it without us knowing and we do it second nature some of them might be hurting us some of them might be might be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, we just don't know because they're second nature. We just do yep. them. We just do them in our sleep, mm-hmm. right? So, there having having that awareness tool. Um, it was recently brought up to me, and I feel like I'm a pretty, like I'm a positive outlook guy. I'm a, I'm I'm affirmation quite a few times. Um, 
and there was there was a lot of moments where I didn't even realize I was doing it myself, and I was like, damn it. Yeah. And now I've been thinking about it nonstop, <laughs> right. right? And now I'm picking it up mm-hmm. all over. So, um, it felt normal, probably because it is normal, mm-hmm. and a lot of people do it, and most of us do it. Yeah. We just don't recognize it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, now we're working on it, mm-hmm. and now we're talking about it. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's it's that unconscious competence. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know, and it's just kind of happening second nature. But when we can recognize and then we can name it and we can say what's happening, we're educated, we can then use that to make different, and in this case, perhaps better decisions. But we have to take that first step to be aware of it first and recognize, okay, to draw back to even the environment, hey, how is my environment affecting this? Okay, what are my emotions when I get home from work? What are my emotions around food in general? What are some of those, like asking some of those questions around some of our maybe more less goal aligning, maybe poor habit choices can draw up the emotions and then we can start to recognize, hey, I realize that when I walk in the door from work, I'm always stressed and that's a common theme and I find myself reaching immediately for food whether I'm hungry or not. Recognizing the emotion can say like, okay, how can I perhaps deal with then that stress in another way before I even walk in the door? Or how can when I walk in the door, I deal with that stress another way? Can I immediately walk in the door and do something energizing? Or can I spend, this is a personal favorite of mine, and I know Jordan's talked about, uh, Mandy does as well, can I just sit in the driveway in my car for 10 minutes by myself in the quiet before I walk in the door, right? And just take 10 minutes and just sit in silence. That's one of my personal favorites because I don't have a large commute at the moment. Um, So where can we build in those other habits that can tackle the emotions and we can start that domino effect rolling in a positive direction instead of staying in that negative spiral of, hey, I'm stressed, now I'm stress eating, now I feel the guilt and shame from that. I know I shouldn't have done it, but I, you know, maybe wasn't as in control as I wanted to instead stop it hey, I recognize I'm stressed. We deal with the stress. We walk in the door. We're probably nicer to those living with us, parents, spouse, roommates, or otherwise. Starts off a much more positive spiral and much more positive experience as we move about the rest of the day. The big thing is to recognize where you, we, we, <coughs> excuse me, we make it sound easy, mm-hmm. but we, we need to make it recognize where that stress is actually coming from. Like, are we stressed because of work or are we stressed because of um, not feeling accomplished at work? Are we feeling stressed because we feel like we're not recognized at work? Are we stressed because we feel like, like everyone just wants to blame work. Mm -hmm. That's the easy button. Everybody just wants to say that. A business owner wants to say, I'd rather work more on the business than is in the business. Every business owner says that because that's what you're supposed to say. It's the easy button to say that. It's superficial. So at some point, you have to acknowledge and dive into the root. Or you will just be going in spin cycle on this all day, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, the loose definition of insanity, and wondering why nothing's changing. Mm -hmm. 
Nothing changes if nothing changes. So acknowledging the stress, and this is where talking to a professional, not us, can help you identify this. And it's not a sign of weakness or something like that that you should be doing. This is something that you should go talk to somebody on so that they can help you find this. Like you were hiring somebody to help you get to this point because you've known for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years that you're not going to do it your fucking self. Mm-hmm. Two in a row of <laughs> F-bombs now. But we see this all the time. And then when we acknowledge it with them and mm-hmm. we ask questions about that, they they, they immediately shut it down. Mm-hmm. Right? They deflect. They go into denial. Mm-hmm. They change the subject, which is deflecting, but they, they, or they'll spin it back on us. Um, and, and at some point, you, you need to ask yourself the big questions. Like, I, I had it done to me yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Um, it wasn't from a professional uh, in this case, but somebody who was listening a little too well and then called me out in my shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know how to answer it. So now it's been, it's been, it's, it's, it's comfortably, uncomfortably mm-hmm. um, bugging me. But I've, I've, I've felt empowered since then. I've felt enlightened since then. I've felt energized since then. Um, so I know I'm getting closer. Mm-hmm. And people need to recognize more of that in this sense because it's the domino effect that you were referring to earlier. When they don't do that or they let it be what it is, everything else goes to it. And we know that most people are firing on this all or none mindset still. Mm-hmm. That, oh, if I'm stressed, nothing else is going to go well. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to miss meals. I'm going to stay up late. I'm not going to sleep well. That's the time when you're supposed to recharge and actually become de-stressed, by the way, mm-hmm. like restore. And nobody's doing that either. Um, and they almost wear that like a badge of honor, mm-hmm. right? Like they wear that as the badge of honor. Yeah, it's, we've talked about that from a different lens in the past, but having it like it's almost like can become a sense of accomplishment, like, Oh, I'm struggling so hard all the time and doing all the things. Yeah. And that's, again, we often don't recognize how negative that is and the positives that can be seen from just, like, recognizing, like, hey, this isn't the state I should be in all the time. How can I change that? It, it's, it goes back to that victim mentality mm-hmm. a little bit, too, right? Yeah. Like, like we've had cons- we've had conversations with a couple of our members recently, several of our members recently. Like, hey, I want to do a nutrition consult. What do we What do we need to discuss? Oh, the same thing. Yeah, we don't need to have a consult about that. Like, mm-hmm. we we need to put a couple things into action first, and 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 want to have this going in the way because this is something that, um, if if we if we're just part of that cycle now, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to try to grit the get the loop and 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 push this forward. So, the addiction then of these habits comes from ultimately comfort and wanting to do this. And what happens is people would rather choose this easy button to go this route. And sometimes the easy button is just to quit. Actually, most times. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's easier to quit or it's easier to uh, say no and just start going through, um, again, stressful day at work. Let's go for your example, right? Yeah. I have a gym appointment at five o'clock. Had a stressful day at work. Hey, I'm not. I'm not coming. I had, I had a really stressful day. Mm-hmm. Hey, X, whatever your name is, Jane. Um, so sorry about your stressful day. Hopefully, you're able to. I'll, I'll take you off the schedule, but hopefully, you're able to find something tonight that helps de-stress you and decompress. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Maybe. Cool. And 
then when we see him tomorrow, what happened last night? Well, I went home, and then I, and then they tell you the whole thing, and they basically just ran themselves down more, mm-hmm. didn't sleep well, same thing happened that day, here they are. The workout won't fix that. The uh, continuous cycle of that won't fix that. The poor sleep won't fix that. The stress eating, quote-unquote, won't fix that. Mm-hmm. But they're addicted to that routine right now. They're addicted to that habit uh, because they think in the moment that everything's helping them in long term, it's, it's putting them put them in the same, again, it's on that spin cycle, it's on the same thing. With the good habits, it requires a little bit of work up front because it's opposite of what you're doing. And this is where the conversation that I was talking about with a couple of those clients on the floor happened, where we needed to, my big thing was telling him like, hey, put this all together, because he he said it. He was like, hey, I'm starting to realize like if I eat better, everything else gets better. I'm like, Mm -hmm. huh. Who would have thought? <laughs> and that's when Karen's came in. She's like, yeah, you know, she, she, and she's just helped me out with it. And it was awesome to hear it from her because she's, she's one of the rock stars from all of this. She puts the little things into action consistently. And if something's off, it's usually one of the little things that we just turn the dial back up to a seven or eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Things are back in, back in play. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what happens, though, is that we get a little bit cocky and a little bit comfortable Mm-hmm. With that couple good days of good, um, what 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 have you done for me lately? Type of feeling, and I was expressing to this other member like, hey, like you're sleeping better. You had a little injury, you got out of it in a week. Like that would have knocked you up for a month before. You're you're back. It's because of your food. It's because of your attention to detail. It's because you're in here three days a week. It's probably because you're trying to sleep better. I am. I am. So you're putting all these things together, like in this week, because you got hurt and you realize it's your health that all of a sudden took the back seat and use that as the trigger, but show me the next two to three weeks for consistency. Mm-hmm. And then I brought up to him as I was leaving the room, like get addicted to feeling better. Get addicted to feeling like you're feeling right now because most people follow addiction. And I want you to recognize all of these things that you're feeling in the moment so that you can go back, you can stay on this track and not go back the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a super powerful feeling to maybe not realize how good you can feel in the moment just from those changes. And especially as, as you're referencing, those changes start to stack on top of one another. And we see that like exponential cumulative effect of, hey, I made, paid a little bit more attention to my nutrition. And then my sleep got better because I wasn't eating as close to bed or was choosing poor foods before bed and it wasn't preventing me from getting into sleep. I was staying hydrated and my digestion was better and my workouts went better because I was fueled appropriately and all of those little effects that kind of creep into everyday lives. And not only from a gym perspective, but also from a, hey, I felt better. I had more energy. I could go play with my kids, my grandkids. I could go on a hike. I could go on you know an adventure or travel or even just day to day I was less stressed I could interact with friends and family in a more positive way and all of those far-reaching effects of your life can then make such an exponential change outside the gym not only in your own health too it's kind of that two-pronged effect everything gets better everything gets better and everything will continue to get better it just dives into so many different realms and and we're just trying to make people aware of it Mm -hmm. (coughs) excuse me 
we just want people to have that awareness because again, we know there's so many other stimulants out there in terms of trying to pull you back in the other direction. And the easy button is to fall for those stimulants. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going out to this party tonight. Oh, I want to go out to eat now. Oh, there's a restaurant there on the way home. Oh, I don't want to cook tonight. Oh, I want it. Like, there's so many out there, but they're out there because it's the easy button. We're encouraging you to push more hard buttons and get addicted to that behavior of the of, of the actual feeling mm-hmm. of accomplishing something that's hard. Mm-hmm. Because that feeling is perhaps way more, well, we know it's more healthy and long-term positive for a lot of things. But that feeling of that might be more sensational than the other feelings of just hitting easy or saying no or quitting. Absolutely, because you have that sense of accomplishment behind it as well, right? Like you've overcome to get where you want to go. You've made, essentially made the uncomfortable now your comfortable nature. Mm-hmm. It's it, Your habits are second nature to you and you've designed them in such a way that is maybe a little counterintuitive to a lot of kind of mass media marketing world things if you will and there's a sense of accomplishment with that and something that you should feel accomplished about as well um as we go so it it is way more powerful and can feel like you were mentioning much better to have those in place not only from again an actual executing standpoint, but from that mental side, that that sense of accomplishment, that sense of purpose and that drive behind everything that you're doing to kind of bring you closer to whatever your ultimate goals, health, fitness, life, or otherwise are. The sense of accomplishment or the feeling of accomplishment usually leads to, like breeds more of all that going through. And, and, you, and you crave that it's 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 we don't talk about addiction a lot in terms of like good things because then it's usually associated with some sort of other behaviors and there's a lot of stuff that's not good about it but um we do crave that right and when somebody's feeling confident and is confident but more importantly feeling confident like there's no more empowering thing to like have that control taking back that taking back that control and being in control of like that confidence that you're on the right track and you made the right choice and you're doing the right things and you're feeling the right things like mm-hmm. and, and and we and that's where Emily and I are just trying to sit here and tell you guys like we're telling this to each other too by the way um, like like get addicted to that feeling too because that's we can miss that pretty quickly mm-hmm. and and having that sense of all of that stuff and if you're in pain right now and if you're super stressed right now like just know that like, if you're super stressed, you're more likely to be in pain. If you're in pain, you're probably going to be more stressed, right? Those things can kind of inhibit a little bit of this other stuff because they're overpowering. Um, but it's not the end game. It's not the and and, and, and we don't, we, we understand it. Like, we know it sucks. We, we, we literally deal with it every day. We talk to a lot of people about it every day. We're not experts in that area, but we, we're here. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as we can kind of get an understanding before we try to be understood and we try to help them kind of bring some enlightenment over there some awareness to their end to help making some progress towards the right decisions in the long term mm-hmm. they'll they'll get out of it but just we, we know guys that if you're listening to this and you're super stressed right now um we feel for you we're, we're with you um and if you're in pain right now we also feel for you feel for you we're with you we're here to talk to you if you need somebody to talk to 
um, especially if you're a client or member of ours mm-hmm. listening to this, like, let's talk. Don't, don't hide. Because um, more often than not, we see it in their workouts. Mm-hmm. We see it in their body. We've been doing this long enough. We can see how that stuff physically affects people and mentally affects people. Definitely. So we're, we're here. And the last little piece we can go through here as we wrap this up, Emily's got a class to coach and I got a phone call to make, is like how you do the one thing is how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time. It was kind of an old core value of ours that's kind of embedded into accountability for us now. But if you quit on one little thing, if you take the easy button on one little thing, that's going to domino effect and go the other way. If you take the time, take the breath, and take the moment to seize it, be present, and do the hard thing, the other things will also, that are, that are hard, that might require a little extra work, will also cascade and go the domino effect that way. Mm-hmm. So we're going to leave you with essentially that quote. And Emily brought it up to my attention right before we hopped on air. Um, so I'm going to let her kind of wrap up and finish it with it because I think she's got a little something to say. And then we got to get you to class. Yeah. Um, I Honestly, Jordan, like I think you pretty much covered it. I think just keeping that in the back of your mind in terms of how can we do that one thing to make everything else a little bit better or how does that one thing affect the rest of our day like we talked about a lot in this episode bringing the attention to it bringing the awareness to it can be that first starting point to changing the environment that will change the habits those habits are your actions that will create your reality that you have right so all of that kind of plays into that role and along the way recognizing the emotions and becoming addicted to those emotions of feeling better and addicted to those feelings of the progress and the results and the wins that you're experiencing throughout your day-to-day life um, and stopping to recognize and celebrate those. But it all creates that positive loop that you want to see um, that maybe you are currently seeing and we're doing all the things or maybe this episode was a perfect chance for you in this last 30-ish minutes to sit down and say like, hmm, maybe I'm not doing those things. And how can we take this and start to change it? 100%. So. 100%. We hope this helps, guys. And again, if you are, if you're not a member or client still and you want to ask more questions about this, like we hope you do, mm-hmm. reach out. Like we'll help where we can. We're not, we're not asking for the other side of this where we, we may need to see a professional on it. Like, and it's okay if we do. We're, we're not asking for that, but but if you need some help in this, more clarity, like help, we'll, we'll do what we can. This mm-hmm. is this is part of coaching in our minds, so. Definitely, yeah, reach out, we're always here. Yep. As always, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the UFDA podcast. Share with a friend, I know we said at the top of the episode too, but share it with someone who might need to hear it. Like, rate, subscribe, download, all the things uh, that we always say, but Like Jordan said, I have a class to coach. He's got a phone call to make, so we'll catch you guys in next week's episode. Bye, everybody. Cheers.